Welcome to episode number one from IBS Patient. I'm Jeffrey Roberts. I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome at age 16 and I've lived with IBS for over 40 years. I'm the IBS expert and founder of the IBS Patient Support Group website and social media platforms and creator of World IBS Day held every April 19th. It's my mission to educate people living with irritable bowel syndrome and to raise awareness about research and treatment options and what it is like to live with IBS. The IBS Patient Support Group is a community to inform and support irritable bowel syndrome sufferers and can be reached at ibspatient.org. Supporting IBS patients is something that I think of every day because the quality of life of an IBS patient and those that support them is very important to me. Uh, today's podcast is with my family and I'm going to ask them a number of questions related to IBS and how it affects family and so forth and so on. So first I'd like to introduce my wife, Rhonda. Hi, I'm Rhonda, I'm Jeff's wife. And my daughter, Dara. Hi, I'm Dara. I'm Jeff's youngest daughter. And Rebecca. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm Jeff's oldest daughter. Well, thanks guys for uh, making the time for us to talk. Uh, I have a bunch of questions that I want to ask you and, you know, feel free to answer them um, and we'll see where we go from here. So what's it like to live with somebody with a chronic illness that uh, is very unpredictable like IBS? It's very challenging to live with somebody with an illness like that, where you never know how the person's feeling, how it's going to impact what you do on a day-to-day basis. So it's been very challenging over our time. Okay, maybe I can just say that I've had IBS since we were 16, and um, Rhonda and I met when we were teenagers. So Rhonda has lived with us for quite uh, a number of years. I think for me... It's been really challenging, but it's also because my dad has has suffered with a chronic illness for my entire life. I don't know anything different, and I can't imagine having a family situation where you're not always having to check the ingredients of something. You don't have to check what's in the food you're eating, and I imagine there's a lot more flexibility. It's been very challenging, for instance, if we're on a family vacation, we can go to dozens of restaurants to make sure that there's something that my dad can eat that won't trigger him and so that he won't end up feeling lousy for the rest of our vacation. And it's also been really unpredictable for us because we never know how he's going to feel. We've had to cancel family vacations. We've had to change activities to accommodate how he's feeling. So it's been, and it's very hard to see somebody that you love have to suffer on a day-to-day basis and you never know when he's going to have a good day or a bad day so it's very hard on all of us but especially him right and that's sometimes the hardest part is that we can eat the exact same meal and i'll feel fine and he'll be out of commission for days so it's a nice segue actually to the next question uh the question was how do you think uh my illness holds us back from doing family activities so Maybe we can talk about some of the positive things. Uh, The illness does hold me back sometimes from doing activities, but what are some of the fun things that we have done given that you know that I'm not feeling well and I'm not having a great day, but I'm still actually doing it? Are there any um, times that you can remember that that actually happened? I have the best one. My dad flew abroad to move me. He was not feeling well at all, and nonetheless, he managed, he took a nap, he rallied, he packed up my entire apartment into four suitcases. He came to my going away party, 
and he had a great time and you never would have known how lousy he was feeling because he really does always try to put us first even though he's sometimes really not feeling very well and i agree with that as well it's amazing how he can rise to the occasion especially for we've had amazing family trips and wonderful times together and i've known that he hasn't always felt his best but it's been important to him that we all have a wonderful time and we have great memories of the trips that we've had together and they're more special I think sometimes when you live with somebody who does have a challenging illness because you really appreciate the good times that you have. So Dara what about times when uh, you were younger and we were doing lots of sporting activities uh, like skiing and um, things that you enjoy did you think about that when we were doing those activities? Yeah, for sure. I always took that into consideration that even when dad wasn't feeling well, he still took me out and took the time to go. Like we would go biking, we'd go skiing, take me to soccer, all the things like that, even though he wasn't feeling well. And so I really appreciate that. So maybe I can ask you then, uh, what do you think the worst thing is about living with someone with IBS? For us or for you? Well, for you, really for the family. For me, I know what it's like to live with IBS, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But what's the worst thing that you find? Is it the, you spoke about vacations and putting them on hold? Is it the unpredictability of it? Um, for me, it's the, the worst thing in the world is watching your dad in pain, and, and really sometimes I'll watch you, you'll lose days to symptoms, and I hate that because I feel so helpless. I can't help you, we do our best. We try to make sure that you have safe food to eat and that you have all your things. But it's just watching someone you love not feel well a lot of the time. Yes, I agree. That's a really, that's been the most challenging thing. But the unpredictability that came in is when our family was young. It was very challenging for me because you weren't always available. And I understood that because you weren't feeling well, but it did have, it changed how I had to cancel my plans. I had to change things at work. You had to change things. It made it hard for us as a couple to always go out. So it had an impact on all of us. Do you think that's changed over time? Do you think it's now better? Because I've now become more used to the fact that I can, um, you said something earlier that I rise to the occasion. I know that I'm not feeling well, but I'm gonna rise to the occasion anyways and actually do it. Do you find though that, um, having lived with us for so many years that things are actually better than they were initially when we were first um, met and started having a family. I think that it's less unpredictable than it was because I think you do know how you're feeling, you know what you can tolerate, where the kids are older now, so it's not the same as when they're younger and you really have to deal with young kids with, with uh, different issues and carpooling and things like that. I think that it's different as you've gotten older because you know how to control your illness. You know how you're going to feel. I think you know what triggers are and how you feel about things. So you can really plan your day and your schedule a lot better. I think as the kids are older, it's less challenging for us to figure out where they have to be because they can manage much better on their own. So it's different in that perspective. and as we said you really do rise to the occasion i think you have a great understanding of how you feel and how people feel around you which can really help make the situation better 
Okay, so let's let me ask you something a little bit different, not specifically about me, but how do you feel in terms of other people? Did living with somebody like me who has a chronic illness uh, with IBS, did it give you a different perspective on others who are living with chronic illness and how to relate to them and some of the challenges that they face, just in your own you know daily lives? So that's absolutely made a big impact on me because I've worked with a number of people over the years, people who've worked for me who've had chronic illnesses and I really know how to be accommodating and understanding and I've had people work for me for a long time who have really appreciated that. I think it does actually make you more empathetic and understanding of how other people feel. So while it's been a difficult lesson for you, it actually has, I think, helped us as a family and all of us. Oh, for sure, 100%. Um, I feel like like it is an unfortunate side effect, but I am so much better able to understand other people who have chronic illnesses. And it's kind of become a little bit of a joke how many friends I have who are IBS sufferers who I'll send to you, to your group and to your support group to help them know that there is a community that they can turn to. Okay. Um, does anybody have anything else they'd like to add? I think um, what we were talking about earlier is really important to note. I One of my earliest memories of your IBS is when you and mom canceled a trip to Italy when I was about uh, 10. And I truly think that if you were to plan that same trip today and you were not feeling as well as you did then, I think today you would go on that trip. And so I think you've really learn to manage and live with this and I, I feel very proud of you oh, thank you that that's uh, nice to end on a very positive note so I want to thank you all very much for taking the time and answering these questions and I think that uh, some of these answers will resonate with uh, quite a few people who are also in a family situation and I'm very fortunate that I have a very supportive family and I think that's the one thing that um, it shows from from this uh, family is that they are very supportive of each other and that's um, very much appreciated so thanks again everyone thank you thanks, thanks dad, dad.